Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Root and Roots show on blogtalkradio.com. Now here's your host, Greg Rashid, bringing you the best in music, information, and history.
enemy and it won't be The real power is always the entity you don't see Subconsciously, planet in your head is where it wants to be Thousands of media powers owned by three companies 85% of the whole planet in darkness Spend millions on sports teams while the homeless are starving Nobody wants to protest, rally a picket But it's a line around the corner for them concert tickets Soldiers dying every day, you keep sending them out I want to send 5,000 killers to Zimmerman's house The Rockefellers in the Bush family in the same box, G Henry Ford, all of them supported the Nazis Members of the Tea Party still telling black jokes You wearing the clothes, but the designer hates black folks Reporters want to get dirt, sound bites and excerpts CNN must mean corrupt news network Lost every dime you had, riding with the wrong stock Made in USA is dead, China got it all locked Lost your 401k and all the paper you was holding Cause you invested in something somebody else was controlling They make it go up or down, rise high, fall deep The market's manipulated by people on Wall Street Talk about the Middle East like America's errorless University campus and movie theater terrorists True devilish temperament, the government is infamous Ask them what they do to Guantanamo Bay prisoners They dominate the airwaves and lie to the listeners Presenting false information Information's intended to condition us The black man's thinking since slavery is the evidence Most don't understand what the Willie Lynch let them in Centuries of self-hate and division of blacks Now they twist the difference between racism and fact We read the Declaration of Independence with blinders There were nine Freemasons among the 56 signers In 1870, along came the Shriners A higher order of masonry with a secret behind them The sword on the logo is for itself, meaning anyone who tells the secret is put to death. Yeah. Who is Hiram Abyss? What's his true identity? The devil's agenda be to kill us mentally continually. The wolf in sheep's clothing who fabricated divinity. The enemy who murders through lies, science, and chemistry. Trickery and industry. For power, they forever plot. You went to war to fight for a freedom that you never got. Dirty chest moves executed by the hidden hand. Now they plotting on a way to go to war without Ran, same game, used again, same wicked methods born Just like Paul Wolfowitz had done before a desert storm The government is broke, they can't cater to your needs Planned Parenthood persuading to kill your future seeds The school system misleads, they money-hungry savage vultures If you chase the grease, you better get you one in agriculture Now it's questions in the music, are you in that other mix? Why the hell you covering your eyes and throwing up the six? Did you give your soul away, a price that you cannot afford? Did you Take from Satan what you could have got from the Lord. God is DNA, baffling it might seem. His existence is rooted in the number 19. His origin comes from where the mathematics say it's from. D the fourth letter, N is 14, and A is 1. Who prevailed in the end, the divine or the evil? This war that's going on is for the minds of the people. Calamities keep increasing, world confusion bound and deep. And nobody can take control of their surroundings if they sleep in. Don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Left side, right side, over you and under you. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Right side, left side, over you and under you. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Left side, right side, over you and under you. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Right side, left side, over behind and under you.
Yeah, you don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. That was K. Rhino out of Houston and Hidden Agenda, and that's what we're talking about this evening on the Root and Root Show. Hi, I'm your host, Greg Rashid. We come on usually Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and usually Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but sometimes I do special shows during the week. But I want you to join, because a lot of people have already joined in the show already. I haven't given the numbers, 424 Six seven five eight three one five for other folks who want to join in, and I have a great guest on here. I'm not sure where he's calling from, so I'm going to take a chance that he's in L.A. and we're going to pick up this line. If that's not the one, we'll go to the other line. But I'm talking about Isaac uh, Weishaupt, who's the uh, creator of the IlluminatiWatcher.com site. He also has a YouTube site has a number of books, blogs, just everything. Let me see if this is Isaac here. Is this Isaac? I don't think it is. Okay. Are you there, Isaac? Hey, Greg. How are you doing? All right. I got so many people on the line. I didn't know where you were calling from. So I had to just right, right grab the yeah, first line the I saw. Coast here. Yeah, oh, okay. Coast. All right. All right. I'm here on the... Uh, the best coast here on the East Coast. But um, you can call in again at 424-675-8315 because, Isaac, I want to tell you, when I mentioned that you would be, and I can see it already by, got a couple of listeners on here already, and I hadn't, hadn't even given out the number, but people were really interested in talking to you. And, I, yeah. you, know, I, I, you know, and I know that you, you know that you're this big celebrity now. You know, you're like there's, there's going to be a gra- there's going to be a graphic novel about you because I mean the, the Illuminati Watcher. I mean that sounds like some kind of superhero or something. <laughs> well, I, I'm very uh, very humbled by that. No, I uh, I'm just a normal dude trying to make sense out of a lot of weird stuff going on in the world. I well, what I work, what made I you decide time, to do so, this? I mean, it, you know, you don't you know if you if you're a working guy and you say you're a normal guy. What made you decide to become the Illuminati Watcher? Why do you, you know, and I want to tell my listeners, this is not his real name. I'm not going to reveal your real name. Why did you pick this name? Because there's some folks out there who don't know anything about the Illuminati. Oh, okay. Okay, so just, yes. just tell them well, why you came up with the name. What made you decide to even do this? Well, it kind of started, I was taking a break between, uh, I was starting grad school, and I had about a three-month period where I had some free time. So my hobby was to start a blog, and I was starting out with just talking about the things I was interested in, films, uh, music, which included a lot of rap music, some heavy metal, and also conspiracy theories because I was into David Icke at the time. So I started out with that, and to fast forward through about a year of playing around with it, uh, I started diving deeper into the conspiracy theory world. And when I got down in there and started finding out more of what seemed to be a kind of comprehensive conspiracy theory, I wrote my first book, A Grand Unified Conspiracy Theory, because in it I found that this Illuminati group, which I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys that when I say the Illuminati, I'm not referring to this Bavarian group from 1776. Right, the Germans, all of that. Yeah, that's what I want you to say, because a lot of people are just thinking, you know, he's a part of it. He's probably wearing a cloak right now, and you know, sacrificing a goat in his house where he ever he is right now. No, you're doing a whole different thing. <laughs> right, right. The uh, the so I I had to get a pseudonym because I wanted to protect my identity. 
you know, because of this conspiracy theory world, it's a little seedy at times. So I took the name Isaac Weishaupt, which was a play on a couple things. One was Illuminati Watchers, the IW, and Weishaupt was the name of the founder of this Bavarian Illuminati, Adam Weishaupt. But I have no relation to Adam Weishaupt, so that's one thing I want to get out there because, you know, there's a poorly chosen pseudonym that I constantly have to explain because a lot of people – you know, they've studied this for so long, and they're like, hey, man, you're not related to that guy, are you? Because then they assume I'm a disinformation agent. So right. someday i got to come up with a new name. But anyway, that's, that's my pseudonym. That's my alias. It's what I've gone by for the last five years, so I might as well stick with it. Um, but, yeah, the, so what I'm finding is that this Illuminati conspiracy is this idea that is it's a, it's a shared belief by people – in this kind of weird cult of Luciferianism and Satanism, transhumanism, and there's all these kind of different ideas that they're pulling together and trying to push us down a certain path as a, a full culture. They're they're trying to do what they believe in the evolution of consciousness. They feel like they've got a higher calling. Right. So they, and you know, and they you're don't not talking just about in, in this country. This is like a worldwide. Correct. The, the, idea, the and I want to emphasize that because many times I run into people who start talking about entertainers or just, you know, government things in the U.S. I say, look, you know, this is worldwide. This is not just something that's here and everyone else is just ignoring it. Right, and and in America, our chief export is entertainment at this point, and that's that's the best way they can get the message out and push us down this evolution of consciousness. You know, Francis Bacon – he once said that the best way to teach a message was through entertainment, not lecturing at people. And that is the case. That is true. So what they're doing is a concept that I learned about in grad I, I've got a master's in systems engineering, and in it we learned about this principle of system reactions. And what it says is when there are sets of interacting systems in an equilibrium state, all they need to do to get one of the systems out of that state is to introduce a new one. And then the other ones will rearrange themselves. So what, what I'm getting at is that they introduced this new system, which is a, a Luciferian satanic agenda, and then we will eventually start leaning down there and going down the path that they want us to, which I believe ultimately to the ideas of Christianity and Satan being the deceiver. I think it's, all, you know, in my opinion, I think it's already happened. I think it's... I think well, people already yeah. are there. They're just there right now. And a lot of us, there's a song that just played by Kay Rhino that a lot of people don't see the hidden agenda, but they're already there. And I want you to talk about, too, and listeners, again, you can call in at 424-675-8315, 424-675-8315, in fact, we have a, I'm going to take this caller right here, Isaac, let's see if this person's on there. Are you there, caller? I think they're just listening. I think we have some MK Ultra agents that are listening to make sure that you say the <laughs> right sure. thing on there. And we'll get to MK <laughs> Ultra shortly. But yeah, I want you know I know a lot of people are interested in what's going on right now as far as the you know in this country the presidential elections. And I say that because it is the it is classic theater, especially. And I'm not going to say this with the Republicans, but both sides. It's a classic theater, and I want you just to talk about what you see there as far as Illuminati tricks that are going on. Man, this is it's it's pretty obvious what's going on. 
it's kind of analogous to what I've been talking about on IlluminatiWatcher.com for so many years where I'm seeing certain messages, certain themes that they're sort of trying to implant into society. And it's a lot of stuff that that is sort of MK Ultra mind control-ish where they're getting us to vote against our own best interests. I mean, how do you explain how uh, a billionaire can get up there and talk about how the billionaires need more money and people who need the money, the middle class, which is shrinking, which every study I've ever read on the subject tells us that, yeah, the middle class is shrinking, CEOs make more, you know, a thousand times what the average employee makes, which is the the biggest divide in history. The disparity of income is off the charts. Yet they still get up there and they talk about getting rid of, uh, you know, uh, capital gains taxes and all this other stuff that benefits the rich. And people I talk to, they buy into this stuff. How do they buy into it? Some kind of mind control where they believe, you know, I don't know what they think. They think, oh, that's, you know, I'm going to be the billionaire someday. Well, no, you're not, dude. Like, the cards are stacked against you. People don't also, realize um, the game is rigged. That's right, you know, that's right. And also, too, as far as the game being rigged, I don't know if you've brought this up on your website. I was looking for it, but can you talk about, because I can do this if you can't, about the bloodlines as far as the candidates? Because that's a key yeah, so thing. I don't, yeah, there, there, you know, if you, if you Google around, you'll see inevitably that the candidates are related to each other at some point, like, there was claims that President Obama was related to President George Bush, and but well, actually, he was a, he was a Cheney is definitely his cousin. It's like cousin from eight generations, but they're definitely related. Maybe Bush too, but I know that Cheney definitely is Obama's cousin, as well oh, as in okay, the previous. That's... Yeah, and previously, prior to Obama. Um, you know, W. Bush and John Kerry were cousins, and they actually admitted that during one of their debates where Kerry says, it's really, I really have a hard time really just getting in an argument because, you know, George is my cousin. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, I think there's only two presidential candidates who weren't presidential uh, presidents, period, who were not part of the bloodline thing. But if you look at the bloodlines, you'll see that there's a connection, and it's to the point that you really – aren't voting for who you think you want to vote for. You're voting for, as you've been saying, who they tell you to vote for. Yeah, I want to borrow from David Icke. He always talks about how our leaders are not elected by the people. They are selected by the bloodline, and that is exactly what you're talking about, where you, you dig into it and a lot of these people are related, including there's an idea that Barbara Bush was the daughter of Aleister Crowley. And talk to folks about who is – so some people who are listening to the show don't know who that is. Now, okay, Crowley, all right. So talk Alex about Crowley, Yeah, he's the, he's the uh, kind of like uh, public enemy number one when it comes to you know investigating these conspiracy theories because you'll find that everything, every artist, every modern-day conspiracy theory will eventually tie you into this occultist named Aleister Crowley. And this is a guy who was around during the late Victorian era. He he lived from, you know, the late 1800s to mid-1940s. I believe he passed away in like 47 or 48. But this is a guy who his whole life, he was, he ascended quickly through every secret society, every ceremonial magic group. And he was known for shattering social norms. 
he was one that many occultists look up to. And his whole principle, his whole belief system was to destroy Christianity. He wanted to bring about this new age called the Aeon of Horus, which is this age of the crown and conquering child, which is kind of like a linchpin behind my argument of sacrifice magic behind the mic, but my hip-hop books. Anyways, but Aleister Crowley, he was channeling demons and evil spirits, and he even made contact with an extraterrestrial whose name was Lamb. And you can look up on, uh, just Google search for Aleister Crowley Lamb, L-A-M, and you'll see that Lamb is a gray alien. Now, what's odd about this, because you know, he's got the, the uh, kind of like elongated big skull and the big eyes, but what's odd about this is this was well before the depictions of aliens. So he was kind of the first one to make contact with the aliens, and ever since then, we've been led to believe that not only do aliens exist, but they're trying to make us push to make contact with these aliens. And I believe from all this research I'm finding that ultimately these aliens aren't really what we know them as. They're actually just demons or even the devil because Lucifer was the prince of air. And where the UFOs come from, they come from the air. So, And there's a whole lot of evidence to support that that you know, I, don't, I don't want to get into right now. But um, you know, this whole idea that Crowley was one of the masters of ceremonial magic and evoking entities from another dimension. He was kind of like the chosen one of the occult. And you can tell and it's really his influence. Fun. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, you can, you, can, you can tell, and you don't have to listen to me. You can look at his influence on so many entertainers since then. He was on the cover of the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band album, on the Doors album, Led Zeppelin. In fact, Kimmy Page from Led Zeppelin, bought the house that Alistair Crowley summoned some demons in called the Bolstein oh at the, uh, yeah, it's at the Loch Ness in Scotland where Ness, you know, the Nessie creature is. Um, anyways, yeah, and then it goes on to like, you can just Google around online, look for images. You'll see all these celebrities wearing shirts that endorse Alistair Crowley. You'll see like Adam Lambert, even Jay-Z, he's got a, a sweatshirt that says Do What Thou Wilt, which is Alistair Crowley's kind of maxim from his his, his quote, kind of Bible that he came up with called the Book of the Law, which was channeled by a demon named Awas, which means Lucifer. And, you know, I mean, for some folks it might sound far-fetched, but in fact, there's, there's so much truth in what Isaac is saying, and you can look at the information online. And, and the funny thing, too, is when you look at pictures of him, you see a lot of symbols that you see in things like, Halftime at the Super Bowl or at any concert. And talk about that because the symbols are there. Right. There's, there's, a, there's a collection of symbols that are used. They're used by a lot of occultists, and, you know, witchcraft they use. And these same symbols show up over and over and over. When you actually read the literature of what occultists and pagans and, and, and Wiccans do in practice, you'll see these same symbols show up that we've been talking about that most people kind of scoff at. Like when we talk about the, the triangle hand and the, the, you know, covering up of one of the eyes, all of these things have a sort of importance to these occultists or the Illuminati, as we like to reference them. But the, the idea here is that the symbols talk to us on a subconscious level. So, 
even though you see the triangle or the eye thing and you just think, what's the harm in that? What, what do they get out of that? Well, they get something out of it on an energetic level that we don't see or comprehend. You know, the psychoanalysts like Freud and Carl Jung talked about this. It's called the collective unconsciousness. And they're trying to channel into this hidden realm, much like our friend Aleister Crowley did. They're trying to make contact with certain entities and energies. Because here's an example of what I'm getting at. Now, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they use the triangle of manifestation. And I realize that the the hand symbol is supposed to be the rock diamond, and so it's not really a triangle. But every time you see the image, it looks like a triangle. Um, So the... The uh, and I talk about this because you could also call it the Merkel diamond, which has a similar kind of powerful energetic feeling to it. But the triangle manifestation is used by ceremonial magicians, and they use it to summon demons. And this triangle manifestation is being used by Jay Z and Beyonce to gain power, in theory. Now, like I'm not saying I believe it. I think it sounds a little far fetched myself, but like I'm not. I'm not walking around with an Aleister Crowley shirt professing my uh, my devotion to this kind of ceremonial magic occult kind of hidden dark stuff. Yeah, I, I hope not because I'll hang up this, you know, we'll, we'll cut you off yeah. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, but it is so weird because you got innocent folks out there. And, you know, let's talk some more about Beyonce and Jay-Z, but Beyonce in particular who worship her. Really, I mean, there's a church that has been created, I think, in Atlanta, dedicated to her. And I thought it was a joke, but it's serious. And there are folks that actually worship Beyonce Knowles. And it's very, you know, on one hand you say, well, that's that's amusing, but there's a seriousness when you look at her, what she's doing, when she mentions various demons, Sasha Fierce for one, that that take over her body and all this, you begin to really wonder what's really going on here. And you look at the symbolism. And, and talk about the fact, too, that um, the symbols never change. You can go back and look at a, a Super Bowl halftime entertainment or any time, you know, any concert with Madonna, you know, Britney Spears. You can name anyone. Even, even I found this out, and I couldn't believe this. I went back and looked at when Up With People used to do the Super Bowl at halftime. Up with people is probably the most, you know, the think the most innocent, you know, group around. And I don't think they even exist. I think they still exist, but they're on cruise lines. But they had all these little symbols. They were using a lot of fire in their little so-called innocent act. But now the ante has been up now, more production values than anything. And just talk, talk about, you know, talk some more about Beyonce and her just. What she's really doing, and especially with the last Super Bowl, halftime Super Bowl event, and the role that Coldplay played in it, because they they came kind of out of the blue. I said, "What the heck is Coldplay doing halftime?" You know, they're not yeah, it doesn't even make the... sense. Yeah, go ahead. It, it doesn't make sense. You've got this this group Coldplay at this kind of testosterone fueled sporting event of football, and. You know, I don't I don't really watch football, nor do I listen to Coldplay, but the the people that I do know that listen to Coldplay and the people that I do know that watch football don't necessarily have the same interests. Uh so I find it odd that they would do such a thing. But the point the point wasn't to make the Super Bowl halftime show about Coldplay, it was about Beyonce. Because like you said, Beyonce is the chosen one. 
And you'll see that these artists, these celebrities, they're being kind of duped into trying to, trying to channel these goddesses and these entities and these energies from another dimension. Well, the successful ones are able to channel and harness this goddess spirit, which is why Lady Gaga was popular for so long, and then she kind of fell off. And Beyonce is kind of the, the big name now because she channeled. Well, but like Lady Gaga, channeled, but she was there at the last Super Bowl as far as the uh, singing the national anthem. And right, she, she was. What do they call it? She had all red on. What do they call it? The woman of the Scarlet Woman. The Scarlet Woman. The Scarlet Woman. And that's and then that's an uh, Alistair Crowley reference. He constantly tried to marry Scarlet Women, and he even influenced Jack Parsons, who's the the founder of JPL, which was eventually turned into NASA. He's like kind of the godfather of NASA. Uh, Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of the Church of Scientology, they both attempted to channel this Scarlet Woman or the Whore of Babylon, they call her sometimes. They try to harness this because she is the embodiment of evil. And again, it always goes back to trying to channel these entities from another dimension. And, you know, whether you want to call them aliens or demons, it's the same thing. It's this idea that they're making contact. And Beyonce is just the latest channel of it. You know, if you just take a step back and look at it, it's kind of, I always kind of think about it like, well, how, how do we get to a world where Beyonce and Jay-Z have more power and control over children than the children's parents do. Because that's a fact. You know, the kids are obsessed with it to the point where, like you said, they've got the Church of Jesus or whatever. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't make sense because, you know, parents, they provide the the essentials of, uh, like, Maslow's hierarchy. They give them the, the food, shelter, and love. Meanwhile, these these celebrities who have done nothing for these kids, they come in and they use these symbols of occultism, triangle of manifestation, and they pull energy from some other realm to put kids under this spell. You know, but, so the, they, uh, they, but you know, I mean, that's gone on over the years. I mean, you can go back to, I would say, you know, I'm going I'm to throw some names at you from way back from what, just looking at my history and all, like something like Rudy Valley in the 20s. They said he had the spell on people. Frank Sinatra. Hmm. The Beatles, Elvis Presley, um, you know, uh, Little Richard. I mean, you can just go on, but the, the big names. You can look at the, the code of Marilyn Monroe, the code of um, uh, Gene Harlow, that these people were, like, spellbinding. So I just, you know, so I just think it's always happened. It's always happened, but it's, like, becoming more and more there now. There's more there's more of an effort. And I don't know if it's because and I wanted to ask you this, Isaac, is it because time is running out or something? That the clock is ticking? Mm. So so to go to kind of re re uh, visit a point you mentioned a minute ago, the the symbolism, like you said, it's always the same. And these artists, they always are, are hailed for being such creative talents so why do they do the same thing that we've always seen? Why do we keep seeing the same symbols? It's because they're making contact with this kind of spiritual realm. And I do believe that, you know, I don't believe that we know when the uh, final days are, are going to be here necessarily. But I feel like they want to accelerate it at all costs. I feel like Aleister Crowley talked about this last and final age of mankind being the aeon of Horus. 
is the same as this idea of this age of Aquarius movement where they talk about freedom, technology, destruction of organized religion, finding, finding God through your own self and your own true will, which was a phrase coined by Alistair Crowley, the true will. Excuse me. So we, we've taken small steps to get to where we are today, you know, and it's 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 not much unlike a uh, they say like every accident happens from a chain of smaller decisions and mistakes. So all you right. have to do to keep from the accident happening is to break the chain, and that's what we're seeing. You know, not every artist has to do every single dark kind of occult satanic thing, but if each one of them does a little bit, does does a little symbol here, talks about doing stuff they should be doing over here. It all adds up. It's the chain that they're building, and you're right. Like things are getting darker, things are getting more deceitful. They're taking um, they're taking the dark hero concept, and they're putting it right in our face. Where they're saying, "We got a show on Fox now called Lucifer, and it depicts Lucifer as this handsome guy who's who's really just a misunderstood hero." And the same goes for that dead. Deadpool movie that just came out. This guy's a superhero, but he's constantly murdering people. I mean, it's all over the place. This dark hero agenda is here to stay because, like in the Bible says, and I hate to keep referencing the Bible because, like, when I started this journey, my my big thing was every time I tried to find a website that talked about conspiracy, they always took it back to Christianity. And even though I'm a Christian, I kind of was like – you know, I don't know, I don't need the Bible thumping. I'll take my religion over here and I'll take my conspiracy theory separate from it. But as I've learned over the last few years, they're all correct because that's what it always goes back to. And I, you know, my my overall theory kind of evolves constantly when I take in new information or learn something kind of different. But I feel like I'm kind of drilled down to the point where it's very obvious, just like Aleister Crowley desired, they want to get rid of Christianity. There's an attack on it. And, and I would argue, it. too, it's just getting rid of also not Christianity, but all faith and just getting rid of yourself. Because I look at, from time to time, entertainment from other countries, just to get an idea of what's going on. And you see what they call the, let's say, the Japanese Beyonce or the Japanese uh, or the, uh, the Lebanese Beyonce. I mean, all over the world you see this Nigerian Beyonce. They have a name like that. And they're doing the same thing as far as the symbols, mm-hmm. a lot of the hand gestures. And so it's not just a U.S.-only based thing that people pick up on it and they use it. And it propagates itself all over, you know, all over the, all over the world. Yeah, it's, it's very disturbing. Um, you know, I don't know, given the advent of technology, I feel like, you know, we might be to the point of no return where we might have to actually make the decision of whether or not we want to implement this kind of transhumanism robotic uh, supplement to to the body in the next 20 years. It's the whole concept of if you look at the Ray Kurzweil singularity or if you look up Moore's Law, it's this idea that technology advances at a, an exponential rate but the problem is, as humans, we've always thought and looked towards the future in a linear fashion, which means we can't even comprehend 
how something can evolve exponentially because we we're just not used to uh, thinking like that. So this technology grows exponentially, and as wacky as it sounds, within 15 to 20 years, we're going to be faced with the dilemma of do we want to hack into this matrix and live in this kind of digital world where we have an avatar and we, and we store our physical body in some kind of weird pod somewhere. And that's, and that's I, a scary truth about it. I actually about think it. it's going to be five years. I, I think it's already, you know, yeah. I think it's here, but in about five years it'll be legit. Because folks yeah, are already sure. doing it as far as some video games. They, they're doing it. They have this thing where they want to get away but have someone someone else do it an avatar or something, do it for them. And I think it's already there. And I was talking, you know, there are a number of friends I talked to about the whole, it's just saying this whole AI, you know, artificial intelligence is taking over everything. Mm. And I, th- I think yeah. it's already there. Yeah, it, it's, the powers that be definitely support that. If you consider the uh, the founder of, Serious satellite radio. Uh, her name is Martine Goldblatt, I believe. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but anyway, she was a uh, she's a transgender, and on top of that, she founded this this Church of Transhumanism. It's like this religion where they talk about this exact thing, They're talking about getting rid of the the human body and replacing it with this supposedly improved form of of uh, entity. And to the point where she took us, her spouse at the time, and created this robot called Bina48. And you can find videos on YouTube of Bina48. And what it is is this kind of cyborg robotic head that has an artificial intelligence embedded in it. So consider that. On top of all that, she named the company Sirius. And Sirius is supposedly this constellation that these occultists revered because the the alien gods that came from there were these androgynous beings where they didn't have a male and female form. They had just one form, and it was perfected. Now, this could tie into the uh, the Christian belief system as well. From what I've, what I've read and heard, there's different ideas behind this where they basically want to destroy God's creation of a man and a woman and get rid of that whole concept altogether. They want to yeah, destroy is, the world as we know it right. and rebuild it. It's, you know, I just believe it's happening now. And, you know, and just, it's just this whole theory of, you know, not man and woman, but something else, including anything from the old movie, uh, The Island of Lost Souls, The Island of Dr. Moreau, where you're doing these experiments with animals and humans, or, you know, this, you know they're sick enough, and then the whole thing of, like, children being considered adults for some sick perverts out there who try to marry children and it's you know it's really just you know pathetic but i want to ask you because i know some people are listening in and you can call in again at 424-675-8315 to talk to isaac who is the uh the head i don't say the head but yeah basically the head of the illuminati illuminati site as well as written the number yeah, one, one on the show yeah I'm a one-man show, so. But you're doing a great job, there. I mean, you do a great job all you know all the work that you do. You're still working full time and able to do all that. But what would you say as far as giving people hope? Because I know some of the things, a lot of the things we've been talking about is very depressing. 
what what do you you know what do you say for hope? Because people want you know they want hope. They don't want you know they don't want slogans. Although it seems like during this camp presidential campaign, everyone just wants a slogan. But what do you give to hope out there? And that's, that's very interesting that you would bring this up because I've kind of been like I casually every now and then when I have time I'll talk to people on on Facebook or email. Things have been getting really hectic for me lately, so I, I, I apologize for anyone who's been trying to get a hold of me. It's been like chaos for me, but the uh, the because you, you're right, it seems like people they've seen enough that they're like, okay, I see that this is going on. What am I supposed to do with that? And that's like a question I haven't really considered, you know? And I think, man, you know, you're right. Like I kind of need to find a way forward. And I've kind of always said that being aware is kind of the only thing you can do. Um, I'll probably, you know, evolve that kind of thought process because what I want to do is, is write like kind of a more of a positive sort of self-help book for the conspiracy theorist, if you know what I'm saying. Um, Right. But because it's uh, needed out there. Oh, absolutely, because the the what, what had happened was over the last maybe six to 12 months, I've been working on this Charles Manson research book because sort of like Aleister Crowley, Charles Manson seems to be tied into like everything, and, and including the, the uh, you know, the last few years with this, this idea that Charles Manson predicted a race war of this helter-skelter race war, but we can go into that in a minute, but the... Um, the Manson thing, it kind of, like, I, I became obsessed with it, and I started having these, like, really graphic nightmares. And I had to keep throttling back off the project because, like, it was just starting to affect me too much. And yeah, that's don't want that. Yeah, so, like, I know, I know I'm in touch with something that's, like, pretty dark, right? So, uh, so that, you know, and, and like I said, casually talking to people here and there, they, they kind of kept pushing me, like, hey, why don't you do, you know, tell us what we're supposed to do with this. And I kind of, you know, it's not really my thing. Like, I, I, I'm more like, I like to observe the, the films and the music videos and say, hey, look at this thing that's going on or whatever. But, but, but I, I think they're right. I think there's a need for that. And I want to, I want to figure out a way to find a more positive spin on things and provide people with a way forward besides saying, look, just be aware of it. You know, like, like I am a victim of this as well because, I still listen to this, uh, like some of these graphic rap songs and these graphic movies. Uh, you know, I'm still interested in all that. I still get entertained by it. And it might be too late for me, but, you know, that's an answer I'm <laughs> going to have to answer for in the next life. But for now, like, I'm just saying, look, become aware of it and, uh, you know, let it go from there and try to, like, not let it consume you or influence you to make a wrong decision. Well, that's basically my thing. I, you know, because I, I look – this show also, I do a number of sports shows, you know, subjects on this show, football, you know, you just name it, anything. I've done on this show also was I was talking about conspiracies and other things, political issues and all that. But, you know, I try to escape by, you know, admittedly looking at sports or doing something, not turning on the television. Yeah. That's a major thing for me, not looking at television. is very major. And I always recommend that to, t- you know, to folks. And if you are yeah, looking right. at something, yeah. When even going to a movie, I find to go to a movie, I, I find myself more analyzing than actually sitting back and enjoying the movie. Because I'm yeah, looking at right. sub- subliminals. I find myself it's doing that, the... waiting to see. Yeah, so you know how that is. But, I, you know, I have to do things just to relax 
And the main thing is like, you know, maybe riding a bike, something like that, walking. Uh, that's the type of stuff I do. But people really need to get, you know, they need an escape. They do need an escape, and they, you know, they hear all this information. They hear about we may be, you know, listening to this conversation tonight that we may be under alien control and that we're just chess pieces and we're little pawns out here. And that's very scary. That's very scary for folks. Yeah, it is. It really is. And it's in the name. It's called television programming because I do believe it does do a certain amount of programming of the, the mind. Oh, like, it does. Like commercials, yeah. you know. The commercials work. They're, they're, it's basically a collection of symbols, and people wouldn't pay that much money to put a commercial on television if it didn't work. Oh, yeah, you know, the, the flashing lights doing, you know. the And I've seen it, you know, traveling to other countries, I've seen the same thing where when you look at television and a commercial comes on, the sound becomes louder, even though you don't turn up the volume. <laughs> right. It gets the, get the colors it. become brighter. There's more lights flashing, and that's all going yeah, they, to your subconscious. They put a lot of uh, they put a lot of effort and research and money into marketing to try to figure out. I mean, not only how to sell products, but I'm sure they use it on this next level that we're talking about, this energetic level. Right. Definitely, and that, and that brings me to. Um, the thing we kind of touched on it earlier, but talk a little more about MK Ultra because I've had some shows about that. But talk to some folks who may be new to the program about MK Ultra as far as mind control and all. In the 1950s, the CIA started a program and ran it up until the 70s. And in this program, what they did was they covertly funded research programs for various purposes, right? So. One of the major purposes was they wanted to see if LSD would be some form of mind control where they could control others because, from, from what I gathered, it had something to do with the uh, the Soviets. They thought the Soviets were going to make these kind of programmed warriors or uh, or secret assassins, kind of like in Manchuria Candidate. But in the 50s through the 70s, they... They started this MK Ultra program. It was an umbrella program, and underneath it, you had various projects. And these projects were conducted in, in various areas, chiefly on the West Coast in the Hay Asbury District, and all along the Southern California area, where a lot of our music came from. Films, obviously, you've got Hollywood there, because a lot of people already know Hollywood is the. Uh, the tree branch of the holly tree, which is used for, to make magic wands. It's putting people under a spell. So this NKL mind control thing is actually based in reality. And when they, when they were, when this thing kind of came to light, the director, I believe it was Richard Helms at the time, destroyed all the documentation of it. I mean, there was a few documents here and there that were, were left out. And then you've also got some survivors of it that have talked about it. Including uh, Unabomber Ted Kaczynski, he was in, he was involved in the program, and um, Kathy O'Brien, she's a an activist. She talks about the she was a victim of the Project Monarch programming, I believe, where the uh, you know that's a symbol of the monarch butterfly, which we see oftentimes right. in entertainment. 
So, right. You know, it, so, so and it's, and for those for those folks who are listening, you know, again, as Isaac was saying earlier, just Google, do your research because all this is out there. It's documentation. It's not somebody in a basement just coming up with this. This is what the government did, and in some cases may still be doing under that number na- another name. But this is stuff that was done, and the documents are out there about all that. Now, I want to ask you, too, because you touched on it, this whole issue of starting a race war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk yeah, so, a little more about that. Okay, so Manson, you know, he had his whole thing in the 60s, and his big thing was he wanted to set up what he called the Helter Skelter race war, where he thought that black people would fight against white people and they wanted to start it out by having black people rise up against the police. And this was kind of a tumultuous time. Obviously we had the sixties and the, you know, the civil rights act of 64 and all that. But Manson thought he was going to be the, the orchestrator of this. He thought the race war would happen. The black people would be victorious and he was going to be kind of elected as the leader, the new leader of the world. So when the theory that Vincent Bugliosi claimed in, in court against Manson and the uh, quote-unquote family was that they killed the the people they killed and tried to stage it as the Black Panthers killed them because they always wrote on the blood uh, wrote in blood on the wall words like rise or uh, political piggy, or they put a paw print, which was like what the Black Panthers used. Right. So they were trying to set up the Black Panthers so that the cops would, you know, infiltrate the Black Panthers and supposedly spark this big race war. Uh, but when you look at it a little bit further, you'll find that Manson talked a lot about how it was going to be a actually a war of not just black versus white, but it was also going to be Islam was going to take over the world. So fast forward 50, 60 years, and we're looking at terroristic threats from, uh, you know, I'm not going to say these people are are, um, necessarily Islamic, but they're, you know, because like a lot of people from the, from the, you know, a lot of Muslims disown the terrorists and say, look, that's not, that's not Islam. That's, these people are kind of a fringe whack group. Um, but anyway, right. the, the point is that like they're tied to it, right? And you look at that, and then you look at the last couple of years when we've had uh, a lot of the police brutality stuff going on, and police still getting off the hook for stuff. And what I think is going on is I think that the Illuminati, you know, this secret kind of group or belief system, they're trying to break us down and keep us separated. Because they know we've got the numbers. They know that um, if they can get black versus white, then they can keep the, the the fighting going on within the masses of the you know of the middle class or whatever, what have you. Uh, because when you talk to people, most people are good people, and well, that's what it comes down to. Make you, yeah, and it's just like we were talking about earlier with the, with the politics thing. Like, how do you think they get people to vote against their own interests? They do it partially through this, through fear, through through racist stuff. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to take away the uh, the racial component because, I mean, that exists. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't. I, I studied a little bit of uh, so, social problems in college, and I've seen the statistics. And 
you know, there, there is definitely an issue at hand. The, the privatizing of the prison systems is disgusting. Well, yeah, you know, we've, these, we've talked about this on this show. I mean, there's so many issues around it yeah. that we've discussed for many years on this show. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, you know you're right. You're right on with that. That has really a point well taken. But the thing is, too, that you have, you know, as we talk about the candidates, right now you have folks who are pushing this, as you're saying. They're pushing this agenda, the whole agenda of having a race war, having a religion war, having just a war. It just continues. And so hopefully people will see through this. And that's my hope, that people will start waking up. And that's the hope that I'm, you know, I always try to bring to all of this, that maybe, you know, that folks will wake up and see the ridiculousness of this. Yeah. And work to yeah, keep on. Definitely. Yeah, and you know, because of people like yourself with the researchers out there, they'll look at it and maybe someone will start creating a new part of political party. Or there yeah, may the be a bunch of political parties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any, you know, just anything. Just create something out there that's better than what's going on now. You know, but I want to um, – I could talk to you all night here. And listen, if you want to call in right now, we're getting ready to conclude the um, conversation. The number is 424-675-8315, 424-675-8315. And I'm talking to Isaac Weishaupt, who's not, it's not his real name. And he is the creator of the IlluminatiWatcher.com website, but he is a entrepreneur. And just talk about, real quickly, your books and where people can go to find you, everything besides just that site. So I'm kind of all over the web in different areas. You can get my books on IlluminatiWatcher.com. I've got a shop page, or you can get them on Amazon, or you can get them on iTunes. I've got a couple on the Barnes and Noble Nook platform. The uh, the the thing I would ask is, and, and, and I've also got a YouTube channel that's really popular, um, so you can subscribe to that. I'm actually, if you Google search for Illuminati Watcher One, the number one, that's that's my page. But if you go to IlluminatiWatcher.com, there's email signups, and if you sign up for the email list, what you'll get is you'll get a sort of guided walkthrough of the last, the kind of the best posts of the last several years. And also you'll get like the updates as I post new articles, new findings. Like I just sent out a, a thing about the film Deadpool. I did this kind of symbolism analysis of it where you'll see how Deadpool is this dark hero of Lucifer and you'll see the skull and crossbones symbol, the, the Illuminati battle silence symbol and how the, the story of Deadpool, the movie is merely showing us the occult initiation process where this man, Wade Wilson, goes underground and resurrects as a superhuman. But anyways, yeah, so if you go to IlluminatiWatcher.com, sign up for the email list, you'll you'll get kind of with the whole thing, and you can decide where you want to take it. I've got a podcast that's, you know, public speaking isn't my thing, but I do my best at the public speaking. I like, you I like writing did, way more. You did a great job on here. You did a really great I'm, I'm job just, I'm, I'm more passionate about it, you know, but yeah, it, it's not an easy job. So that's why I wanted to have you on here because you know, you know, it's not what you're doing is not easy. You know, I know other folks out there who who are doing some of the same, who've been doing the same things longer than you, but they cannot express themselves in public. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. 
because of the information also is just being wrapped up in stuff and not realizing that yeah. you got to come up for air at some point. Yeah, yeah you the, do that. the problem the problem I found out I found out the hard way because I've been on several radio shows and podcasts that are conspiracy related, and when you're talking to that audience, it's a much different audience than the masses. Because I went on, I was invited on uh, Sirius XM's Shade 45 channel, the Eminem channel. Uh, right. They have a show called the the All Out Show, and I was on there, and <laughs> man, it, it killed me. It was like because because you know you you don't you only have so much time and you can't go too deep with it because people aren't ready to hear a lot of this really deep stuff. So I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to better communicate the the basics of it so that people can. Well, you've done a good job. On. Yeah, you've done a good job because that's why I would ask you to say some concepts that I know and you know, but there are a lot of folks out there who don't know who listen to my show because it's not conspiracy theorists that are listening to this show. It's general public. And in fact, I have a call on here. I'm gonna see if this call before you go. Let's see if this yeah. person's on the line. Are you there, caller? I am here. You have a question for Isaac? I, of course, I do. Hi, Isaac. Right. Um, Hello. Good work. Um, Thank you. I just have a question for you. Uh, I, I heard you mention that you're a Christian, and you were talking about, you know, the Bible and the references in the Bible. I just wondered if you had ever done any research on, well, I'm sure that you have, but the occult kind of nature of Christianity and where the Bible came from and how the religion was established, et cetera, and how that relates to maybe um, I, I hate to say Illuminati because it's such a general term, but um, right. have you ever done any extensive research on how those things are tied together? And then I'm wondering how you reconcile your beliefs with um, the information that you're you're kind of putting together. Do you understand uh, my question? I do. I do. That's a great question. It's it's a deep one. I in fact just recently started getting more involved in. I'm I'm Orthodox Christian. I'm probably the worst example of a Orthodox or a Christian you could think of. So don't look to me for advice. But the, um, are you saying Greek Orthodox or what? Yeah, well, so like there's Eastern Orthodox and there's various uh-huh. Eastern Orthodox branches. There's Greek, Russian, and so on, right. Ethiopian. Uh, but the uh, uh, a friend of mine, Jay Dyer, he he had a podcast or he has a podcast, I should say, called Esoteric Hollywood, and recently he had a an Orthodox priest on there, and I've been kind of analyzing it to find good launching pads to, to delve into a lot of the deeper theories and philosophies behind it, um, because because I don't understand a lot of it, to be honest. Like, I'll be brutally honest about it. I do know that the Gnostics were one of, like, the first kind of occult groups that we can, you know, brand with the Illuminati term. But it seems that, you know, Jesus Christ, I believe, you know, obviously had to have been a real person. And I think there have been various perversions of it. And I've seen, like, the Zeitgeist films where they claim that the Christian trinity is is just a lie based on, you know, ancient Egyptian stuff. But then I've also based on It's it's an accumulation, right, of a lot of different information. Babylonian, yeah. 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 Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I've I've read counters to those arguments that put big glaring holes in that as well. 
but I think the ultimate evidence for me personally, you asked about reconciling my differences, is there is a coordinated and explicit attempt at destroying Christianity in particular, which you can read from occultists like Kenneth Grant, Aleister Crowley. Like they talk specifically, they point out Jesus Christ specifically, and they talk about bringing up, they want to bring the Antichrist in. So to I, me, do you it think seems that like also the, has something to do with the fact that that is the predominant, or at least that, that has been the predominant Western religion, right? So maybe in this time, because there are more Muslims in the world now, maybe they would have been more interested in destroying uh, Muslims, but because that was their basis of understanding too, Christianity, Jesus, that's Western religion, right? Right, right. Yeah, I think... I heard you guys saying earlier, I think it's all religion. I'm definitely not disagreeing. Anyway, I'm not going to stay on the line, but I was just curious about your understanding of your religious beliefs. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. Those are great questions. I, I think that the... I think that in the last... You know, if you want to go back a couple hundred years, there's been this push to take science as dogma and use science to disprove all kinds of aspects of spirituality. And I, you know, and I come from a a scientific background. I'm an engineer by trade. So when I when I see this kind of stuff, a lot of people are influenced by it because they think if you can't prove it scientifically through the scientific method, it doesn't exist. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I can you know, I can understand it also. And it, the, uh, piggyback on the call as far as different religions, I kind of said it earlier. I want to say this again. I have and I have looked at entertainment in different countries and Islamic countries in particular. And I have, in fact, I had a friend tell me there was one the person I was talking about earlier as far as they were calling this person the the Middle Eastern Beyonce. She's from Lebanon. And a friend of mine said, well, you know, she's Muslim. But the way she dresses, I mean, she's dressing like Beyonce. <laughs> hmm. Everything let me know is like and what she's singing about, because I had my friend translate what she was singing, and they were talking about, well, she's singing the same stuff that Beyonce sings. Hmm. You know? Yeah, maybe that's, all, I feel like that. The, that evolution of consciousness applies to the whole world. They're trying to get. Yeah, I do, yeah that's why I'm. Yeah, that's why I'm coming from. That's the whole thing. It doesn't. Yeah. It's Christianity, but it's also Islam. It's also Buddhism. You yeah, name it. All over the world, it's some. It's an attempt to get rid of people's faith and get rid of people's individualism. I see a lot of that. There's this, yeah. this big attempt. So that you become a part of it, as they say, I hate to keep using the term, but the matrix. You can become part of it. You don't step out of your box. You're in that box. And then the puppet yeah. masters just pull that string. That's the thing. But yeah, I, I believe, like I said, I would keep – yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I believe, I believe God gave us free will. And, you know, we can make that choice for ourselves. I think if we're not equipped or if we don't even consider the different theories out there, that we're just kind of being cows being led to slaughter, so to speak, and I don't want to I don't right. want to leave on a negative tone, but you know, like just become aware of what's going on and you know try to find uh, happiness and peace in a a positive manner. That's what you have to do. And Isaac, I just want I want to thank you for all the work you're doing that you continue to do. And don't let it get you down. Just take a break when it gets. You start having excuse me. You start having dreams at night. Some of the negative <laughs> stuff go. 
go see something, go to a movie, see something in the city. If you got a girlfriend or something, take her out if you yeah. married, you know. <laughs> but do something completely different. Get away from it because it, it can uh, get to you. So, Isaac, uh, again, you. I just want to oh, go ahead. I was going to say thank, thanks for the advice, and uh, you know I'd like to forward that on to everyone else too. Like I know a lot of people who get into uh, this kind of conspiracy theory realm, they you know we're kind of obsessive people because it's so interesting and so possible that it's it's hard not to look at it. But yeah, I think we should all take a break periodically from it. Because I'm sure the aliens take breaks too. <laughs> <laughs> they go to other planets, so let's check this one out and see what they're doing. You know? you know, but Isaac, I want to thank you again for being on here. I'm going to get you back on here again sometime because I've had other folks on the line that want to talk to you, and we just run out of time here. So just thank you so much for coming on this evening. Oh, man, thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me on. I'd love to come back someday. All right, you take care, Isaac. You do. And again, that was Isaac. Uh, Weiss Hopp, who's the uh, editor-in-chief of uh, Kingdom of Is- uh, IlluminatiWatcher.com. He does, as he said, does a little of everything. And we were going to only do like a 25-minute interview, and we stretched it for over an hour because he's just a fascinating guy. We could go on. But we get, you know, I got to get him so he can get, you know, he can get a break, and we're going to break into some music here. And we're going, Isaac mentioned some, you know, his, one of his books is about hip-hop culture and all. And I'm going to play right now a positive hip-hopper from the, this is from 2008, and it didn't get much play, but this is the great KRS-One, along with Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat is on here, and this is called We Them Teachers. So let's hear that on the Root and Root Show. Civil rights, abolitionist movement. Civil rights movement.
come closer to something, your vision should get clearer, am I right? You are a tool in the hidden hand that's using you, please don't be delusional, the rulers of this world practice confusing you, the people and the priests and the imams have been jammed by government scams, minds systematically programmed, blatant black hatred and racism, the way they lace the whole world and nation with traces of Satanism, this place is a pagan prison, the founding fathers enslaving intentions were no different than Bush's and Reagan's vision, 1776 it took action, this Illuminati took form and was spawned from a Colombian faction, just flip your one dollar bill over, and if you want me to expose the true code of deception, I will show you, we live in a designed wicked system, the number 13 is consistent in Masonic symbolism, it represents transformation, 12 completes the cycle, so 13 is rebirth and regeneration, the meanings of the symbol are strategically hid, on the left side you see a 13 layered pyramid, over that sits the all seeing eye where the light shines, a sign of the devil watching over you at all times, with the words Anna with Coeptus, 13 letters meaning he has favored our undertakings, will you accept it? Or will you learn the science and ignore them? Under the pyramid you see Novus Ordo Seclorum Translated, new order of the world Or the new world order Authors and satanic fathers of mass slaughter The eagle that you see on the right Sits below 13 stars With a shield that has 13 stripes And an olive branch in its claws With 13 leaps Which is supposed to be in its talent To represent peace But peace was always on a decrease His other claw holds 13 arrows of war Set to be released and the letters at the bottom of the pyramid are fixed with the roman numerals that equal 1776 the united states of america exists and what in the deep devilish abyss with truth and paganism mixed every president that ever lived was foul they gather at bohemian grove where they bow down before the owl see the owl is wise and see 
see through the darkness of night. And there's a small one on the dollar near the one on the top right. It ain't hard to understand this government was never for us. The eagle was based off of the Egyptian hawk Horus. The 13 colonies who went to wicked sovereignty and made no apology for the obvious idolatry. Subconsciously, we follow the ways of the beast and pay homage to pagan gods when we say days of the week. Like Sunday, they worship the sun. Monday is moon day. Tear, the god of war, was worshipped on Tuesday. Odin, the chief god, is who Wednesday is named for. Thursday is Thursday, god of thunder, the mighty Thor. Friday was named after Frigga, notice the pattern. Saturday is the Roman god of agriculture, Saturn. Frigga was the goddess of love, the wife of Odin. The polytheistic theologies needed decoding. The rituals, like trips across the sand as man takes. The skull and bones, maternity, the secret handshake. But understand, he receives only 33 degrees. He secretly believes in Lucifer and other deities. Many powerful and rich people are controlled by these. They even hold the soul of several of your favorite MCs. Politicians telling lies, tongues riddled with thorns, and use hand gestures shaped in the form of devil horns. You don't fear this any harm, cause you don't know what it entails. Satan tampers with stem cells and sprays chemtrails. The so-called holidays are hypocrisy, established to use religious doctrines to commit annual robbery. Christmas split in half is Christ's mass. The so-called birth of Jesus, where every home has glowing lights cast. Christ the anointed one, mass the birth celebration, but Jesus' birth was kept secret due to the situation. The king initiated a death plot because the Messiah was prophesied to rule so Jesus' murder was authorized. No one knows the actual date. That's why sometimes you see Xmas. X means unknown, but ignorance affects us. A fraud that was purposely flawed. December 25th, the birthday of the wicked ruler Nimrod. This whole disguise is part of Satan's universal rise. A holy prophet's life being pimped and commercialized. Traditions like lights on trees, rooted in the Nazian council in 325 A.D. By Constantine, these matters were decreed. The concept of a virgin birth was actually conceived and then agreed with graven images in the temple. The fish on your cards called Onus, a Babylonian symbol, is visibly contradictory, telling your children lies. You need to make them study Santa Claus's sick history, but yet we go wherever Satan leads us. The falsehoods we practice in his name ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah, yeah.
don't not know it, just keep saying, I've been changed. Just keep saying that. I've been changed. <laughs> Lord, how much? A little louder from it if you've been changed. Let the church know about it. Lord, I've been changed. Have you been changed? It'll put running at your feet. Lord, I've been changed. Yeah. You don't have to say it loud, but quiet. Just keep saying it, too. God knows I've been changed. The thing I used to do. I don't do no more. Say it a little sweeter for the Lord. Real soft, you. Church, do you believe it? That we've been changed. And then every now and then, I pick up my Bible. And I read in that word to make a joyful noise. And that's why I have to holler out sometimes. I've been changed. I've been changed. Oh, I know I've been changed. Lord, I've been
the spiritual QCs and take me right now, Lord. And before that, we did uh, the new one from Regina Bell, and he's all right. And then we did uh, Reverend W. Leo Daniels, my favorite minister. I know I've been changed. I hope you enjoyed those gospel selections on the Root and Root Show. And my goodness, we're getting ready to get out of here. I'm going to do a quick song here and get us out of here. I think we'll do we'll do the Mass Man. One eye open. So let's hear that on the Root and Root Show. I met this girl in a down-home church, uh-huh. and everybody called a school teacher. Uh-huh. I heard old Rev, you know, frankly today, uh-huh. until I got a chance to meet her. She said the Melinda don't drink no whiskey. No. He said the innocent thing, don't drink no wine. No. But since I married and brought her back to this great big city, she'd come home to a ball of time.
line also to Twitter, hashtag Unifix, U-N-I-F as in Frank, I-C-S as in Sam, hashtag Unifix. Go to the Blog Talk Radio site and look for a Root and Root show, and you can leave your messages. As a lot of people have done, leave messages, follow the show. If you're interested in advertising, go to those sites and just want to say, I just want to thank everyone who supported the show. Those folks, I'm creating a website. Well, I want to thank everyone who's created testimonies for me. A lot of the guests who have been on in the past have sent me testimonies, so I just thank you so much for that. But, again, this is Greg Rasheed with the Root & Roots Show, and we're going to be having more great shows, as we always do on this show, plus playing great music. So, again, I just want to say go in love and go in peace. Hug someone. Do not let the negativeness that's going on affect you. Keep on, I don't want to say keep on dancing, but keep keep on Dreaming and knowing that everything is going to be all right in the long run. So go in love and go in peace. Hug somebody. See you next time on the Root and Root Show. <laughs>